same indeed. All right, it is episode 14, and Aaron, I have a goal for episode 14. Do you know what that goal is? What is that goal? For this episode not to be two hours long. Um, then you might fail, because I've got... Um, the last I've episode got, was I, so long! I've got uh, countless of billions amounts of questions no, no. about this No, no, uncountable <laughs> billions. Get it right. Get it right. And that's one of them right there. Why would you put a number directly after you say uncountable uncountable because oh, you have billions but the amount of billions is uncountable you yeah, know? but you can count the amount of billions there is a you, limit no 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 because you get there's an infinite billions all right no, infinite billions that's, that's, uncountable that's incorrect. billions that's, that's no, it's I, not. highly incorrect because at the it's end not. of billion becomes a trillion then you're going no, to but a you have more new... than a trillion billions you have no, more than yeah they didn't say that it's uncountable they, no that's that's she said uncountable. <laughs> no, that's uncountable billions. Flawed. Anyway. Wow. So where, where are we going from here? So we've started, this is now the second episode this season, and I talked about it when they did it the first time, where we open with narration. I hate when a movie or a show or anything opens with narration. Show, don't tell. It's lazy. It's true. I agree with you. Um, I, I didn't mind as much on this one, um, only because I feel like... They were never going to go, you know, back in time. I guess they could have done a quick five-minute cut around to show what they told. Yeah, no, never mind. Or they could have just had the conversation where it is in the book. Ah, nah, show it. Whatever. Show it. Show what's so his we name got... splicing through the worlds and stuff again. <laughs> we, we got a, a little narration from... Uh, I think it was supposed to be one of the witches. I don't fucking know. We just got some narration on an explanation of the guild, which Angelica started to mention to Will last episode. But the guild is the uh, the group that was living in that tower and that created the subtle knife. They created huh? this this subtle knife. They said it right in the beginning of the show, and it was just oh my like, god. What? So my mother listened to this, and she's uh, very glad that she was featured so heavily. Hey, hey, uh, M. You, you don't mom? know my mom's name. I don't know. She's the only one that listens name. to this. Oh, well, for Emma's mom, hi. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so yes, they they created the subtle knife. Uh they wanted to know what's smaller than the smallest thing in the world. And they were like, we'll make something that can cut it. And they did. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say a child. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, yes. Yeah, so uh, their intent for this knife, though, was to explore. So their intent, so the 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 guild was just this group of like philosophers. So they their only intent was knowledge. They just wanted to know. They were like, "What's the smallest thing in the universe?" And then, can you make it smaller? And can you keep going? And can you keep going and going and going? And they kept going. And eventually, one of those cuts let out the specters. Is kind of. Mm how it's in the like how it's described is like they created this thing and then they got greedy with it and then they just kept going and then boom specters everywhere okay okay they didn't say that in the book i mean in the book in the in the show correct they they talked about how so it it says that they had two options for what they could do with this they could use it for good or they could use it you know in greed and they chose badly and they use it to fatten their own pockets and then in like i guess like in retribution like the specters were a thing, I guess. I don't know. How do you use it for greed? All it does is cut things and open doorways to other dimensions. 
go steal shit from other dimensions. Also, we'll get to it later, but it's just like, how do you even, are you just blindly going anywhere? Like, is that what the, the deal is? Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. So, but to go back to the, the, the beginning, um, did they say, because they showed the specters coming through and they were like, Asriel, when he, you know, ripped his way through dimensions, he just let a horde of these specters through. But like, from where? Were they in? So, the Spectres already were in this world. So you've asked before, and I thought the show was going to go into it, but it looks like they're not. So we'll just talk about it. So you've asked before, like, like in a couple episodes ago, um, like, how do you live in a world with Spectres? Like, what do you what do you do when none of the adults can survive? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, and you were asking about, like, how long have the Spectres been around? Because, like, how do you keep it? So the Spectres have been around for, like, 300 years. Oh, so they're just, like, cows. In, and in- it... It's an actual conversation in the in the book um, about how much this ruined their world to that very effect where they're like, how do you build anything? How do you continue to thrive as a, as a society with these monsters here? And they're okay. not everywhere at all times. Like they okay, kind of come and so go. So they're sporadic. Are they they're very rare or something? They move around from place to place like. Kind of how it was in, in in this place. Like, there were no specters in the town. And they don't mention it in the show, but in the book, when Will and Lyra first see the kids, and they're like, where are all the adults? They literally point up a hill, and they're like, they're all hiding up there, and they'll come back when the specters are gone. But for now, like, we have the run of the place. So he basically came through, upset the ecosystem, and that's that's why we have a deserted... You know, right. So whatever place. sort of, like, big explosion of energy Asriel caused when he opened this world drew the specters in uh in in some way and like kind of drew them all to it which is why they're in this place now so he's technically responsible for destroying an entire city yes although again most of the adults are still alive they're just hiding up on a hill up somewhere yeah but like the city isn't thriving and it's this is the pandemic going on like but it's we been, are... it's been it's been days. Like remember, because we talked about at the beginning, like the food that's on the ground that was abandoned is still not stale. Like it's edible. It's been days. Yeah, but I don't foresee. You know, like there seems to be one way to get rid of the specters, as far as I know right now, which is that knife. And unless somebody is walking through the streets cutting the specters down, I, I don't see them going back to this town. So, but it, the it seems the like... thing that the the, the show is leaving out though is that they will just leave on their own. Oh, the specters would just wander away and yeah. bounce. Yeah. So, like, the reason the adults all knew to just go run and hide and stay there is because they like this happens. You know, some like every once in a while you'll just get like you know a group of specters that come wandering through your town. All the adults have to run, and then they'll come back when they leave. So, like, this so has been going on for hundreds of years. It made yeah. See, they they said none of this in the show. It just makes it seem like the specters when you go through the change that they find you, like they just come for you no matter what. That's what I Which in the show doesn't make show. sense because then how do you have a thriving population? That was my question too. Unless everybody's <laughs> a teenage parent forever and then the babies just raise them. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, you've seen my teenage parent on on MTV or whatever it was on. I so have I not. Mean, I have not. Oh, well, it's a thing. So that's all we need to know. But So that's so, one of those things that like, I kind of thought they might touch on at some point, but clearly they're not going to. Um, so yeah, the Spectres have been around for hundreds of years. And it just kind of brought this entire world to a standstill because you can't like you're kind of just stuck in your technology level. You're kind of just stuck in your uh, like you be, you kind of just become a world of thieves. You know, you can't create anything new because you, nobody's ever around long enough in one place to do it. 
Um, in the books, do they say that the specters swarm the city or are they just kind of all over the place? They just kind of are all over the place. Okay. So there's at one point, um, you, you see through a different perspective, there's like a group of travelers that are, that are going through, um, that are going through just the, the world. And they're just like out in like a forest somewhere traveling from point A to point B. They're like going from one city to the other. They're all on like horseback and they got wagons and shit and they get attacked by specters. Because they're just every like they're anywhere. Like at uh, any okay. time you could be attacked by specters. And every like to the point where every group that's traveling anywhere has to have two adults whose entire purpose for being there is that if the specters attack, they cannot fight. They have to run. They have to leave. Because if all the adults die, all of the children that are with them need to be taken care of. So but, like your job on this trip is that if you see specters, you have to run, wait for them to come back, like wait for them to leave and then come back to the group so the children aren't left on their own. I was about to say, like, why wouldn't the Spectre just take all the adults? Because they would just, the two would run away. <laughs> run away! It seems like the Spectres are pretty fast, though, so... I mean. Well, and that's kind of the other thing that is jumping way ahead, but I had a big reaction to it in the episode, so to jump super far ahead, but to touch on this, um, much later in the episode, there is a Spectre almost attack up in a tower, very high up. Yeah. Which is weird, because they can't go up... <laughs> I mean, they're floating all around. They're not. They're not. Because if you just go to higher ground, you're fine. So then, then, like, they can't get up in the tower. They cannot go up. A society could be built then. You would just. Well, anywhere you can walk, they can walk. So, but like, they can't float. They can't climb shit. Like, that's. Yeah, then you would just build tall, tall towers all around. And then they would just be there. That's it. But then, however, you would get to the tower is also how they would get to the tower. You just have to block. No, it. You can't you have just, any. Yeah, you, exactly. That's why that you tower just, is shut up. Like that's why that tower is totally shut from the bottom. Like, they had to kick in a yeah. door to get in there. So then that's what you would do. You would just have a bunch of towers, one entrance maybe that you would block off because they can't just they're not uh, incorporeal, right? Uh... Okay. All right. We're just leaving all type of stuff out for. So like if they can't go through stuff, then I'm just know... saying I don't know. I actually don't know. Can they walk through walls? I don't know. I just know they can't go up. Okay. All right. Because, like, that comes into play at another point, too, which I also don't think they're ever going to show. But, like, there's, like, they're, like, let me just go up to the next story of this building and walk off the entrance in the bottom, and they can't get up here. Hmm. So, yeah, when they, like, fly up there, I was like, I don't know what we're doing here. Maybe they climbed, and you just didn't see the climbing It was out the window. It was out the window. Anyway, that's a big hole jump. But there is some some backstory uh, for the people in the uh, listening that did not read the books. There's a little bit of backstory for you on the specters in this world. Um, But yes, they they did they did come around because of the creation of the subtle knife. So yeah, again, uh, he Azrael has killed a child and a city. So yeah, bad guy. This one's not on purpose though. Like it's on it's on him. He did it on accident. He didn't mean to. It's on him. So we get the we we get another we see the ring again. Yeah, um, we see the 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 twiddling of the ring and the return to me, Lee Scoresby. Again, we said no accents, <laughs> um, and I thought it was just like his silhouette in the doorway. Uh, yeah, but like you see the you see him holding the ring, and you're like, I, oh, because you were like, who's this? Yeah, I didn't anyway. see the ring. That's why. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, I saw that whack jacket that he was wearing. It just says my note. Just says the ring is back. And then okay. you see Lee Scoresby in his little boat. His little uh, boat. Yeah. Where did he get his little boat? It's so he's, small. What's the river he's going up? Because I thought they had a name for it. The Yenisei? Yeah, he's going up the Yenisei. Um, yes. 
looking for uh, looking for grooming. Gruber, grooming, yes. Really, McGruber. Um, I mean, it's all the same. Um, another question. So we can skip past. I mean, he 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 eventually uh, meets uh, Fleabag. Uh, he does. The, he meets Phoebe Waller Bridge Bridges in in the middle of the swamp, um, and she leads him to another character. Yes. So did they ever say her character's name, the bird's name? No. Her oh, name okay. is Cyan Couture, but they didn't say. Oh, but they didn't say. Okay. I was like, did I miss that? Okay. You did not. So I, first thing off the bat that I that I noticed, she is extremely far away from her uh, human. Yes. So clearly the ability to separate yourself from your demon far is not just for witches. Well, keep in mind at this point that he was not born with a demon. Like, he came into this world and eventually discovered that he had a demon who came to him. But so like, why, wouldn't it, why wouldn't it just, like, manifest? You know, like, right when he goes through the door, it just, it just pops up because it's new to him. You know what I mean? That's a good question. But, like, when they die, they just turn into dust or, you mm. know, whatever. Why not the same thing when they manifest? Because we already we talked about this in season one. They're not in the womb. Correct. You, know, you did have not, some well, really weird conversations about that. They're not shape shifting around in somebody's stomach, so because that would just be weird. So that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, I thought I he goes. I thought he walks through a portal from wherever world he comes from, right? And then all of a sudden, boom! Manifestation of this part of you. No, I'm trying to remember what he says about it, and. <sighs> This is one of those things I should have looked at before we started. Like this whole it, this conversation made me remember. This is the part that I wanted to look at in the book that I forgot to. Um, I thought you were reading yeah, it. Though. No, it's not. It's not what he says when he's talking with Lee. No, I mean he's he's talking about how like he got like it was a weird discovery for him to realize that part of his soul was female and a bird and beautiful. But like it wasn't that he just walked through the door and suddenly there was a bird and was like, "Hi, I'm your soul." Like it kind of, if I remember correctly, like she came to him at some point. But it wasn't like an immediate, you know, boom, she's right there. You know what she is. So then where was she before? That's a good question that I don't know the answer to. So if, all right, because this is, okay, because we talked about this season one too, about how do you not know that the the fly that you're swatting is somebody's demon? <laughs> how do we not know that these aim uh, these animals that are around are somebody's demon from another world, Don't and know. we're just killing and eating. Freaking wow. uh, scores you like, can I get a bacon sandwich? How do I not know this pig is somebody else's demon from another world? Oh, I would love to have a pig demon. They're so cute. Well, you can't because he had a bacon sandwich and oh now it's God. dead. So wow. there you go. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we meet Cyan Couture. And they kind of follow her off somewhere. Uh, and very cryptically, she's like, oh, you'll see when we get there. And then cut to our world and a very weird conversation with Boreal. Excuse me? I'm sorry. That was, was not the not, right word to use. Was it not weird when he talks about how he's always admired women with a good work ethic? I mean, what's wrong weird. with that? Do, do it you was a weird admire, way to say it. Do you not admire women with a good work ethic? It was a weird way to say it. Oh, okay. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't what he said. It was how he said it. He said it just out of kindness Weirdly. and trying to show admiration towards this, you know, this this brilliant scientist. You Weirdly. know, that's all it was. But he's but doing Oliver... his whole. <laughs> all, that's a 
the uh, the sidekick's name? The... Yeah, so Oliver okay. is having some conversation with Boreal, brings him to meet Mary, and they have a very short conversation. How did they, um, how did he find him? I don't know. They don't show you. They just cut to a scene where Oliver and Boreal are talking, and you don't really, really know how. Because I don't, I, I can't think of the connection between them at, at, at all. Maybe there the cop. There isn't one. No, no, the cop. The cop knew about the, the scientist. The cop well, yeah, that's working but... for Boreal. So clearly he would have told him about, I mean, if, if she was there, if Lyra was there, then, then there's something I also believe Boreal was already aware of, of their research. Oh, okay. He just hadn't All approached right. them at this point. But yeah, so he, he approaches them and he basically, their, their funding is like days from being cut. And he's like, I can help with that, you know? Yeah, money. maybe, maybe, he came out, and then he came very out the quickly he did. But he came, which, yeah, which he doesn't do it, in the book because in in the show it's very not subtle. He's immediately like defense funding. That's how we'll do it. Um, it's a bit of a longer conversation in the book. Well, I mean, a little, little bit, little bit. Is, is there anything revealed through the conversation? No, it's just he's more subtle about it. Like it, just, the 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 how quick it was, which I'm sure was just a uh, you know because of time. You know, you have to, you have a set number of minutes in the episode, yeah. but it just makes him seem like it does. It's not very boreal, you know. Like it was kind of uh, it was very not not subtle, you know. wasn't smooth at all. He it tripped kinda over seemed it. Smooth to me. It wasn't smooth at all. Clearly, him, because she like, was what? like, "No." Oh, it was just the defense word. That's all that messed you know messed him up. But and when she asked him initially, it. she when when he initially at, or when she initially asked him, you know, like what company are with you or what uh, department are you with and he, he just, just not right over it and was like yeah he just goes right into you know what i think you're doing is you know gonna change the world type of situation wow. it wow. you know i think it was i think it was fine i think his exit was less smooth because he like stared daggers at her like bro just just walk out <laughs> like you know like looking at her like you're gonna strangle her isn't gonna be like oh you know what yeah we'll take the money <laughs> Like, well, no, they, they leave some stuff out with Oliver because Oliver is like very fed up with this project. He's like, it's going nowhere. We had one breakthrough a super long time ago. We have no money. Like, we're not getting funding. So he'd actually just come back from a job interview and he was about to take a job in Geneva. So he was, ah. he was leaving. Um, so when, when quote unquote Charles leaves and Oliver gets very upset, he's like, you can't talk to him like that. He could give us money. And she kind of points out, she's like, aren't you like, you're going to Geneva. And he kind of makes it clear that, like, well, if this pans out, I won't. And if you leave the project, I don't have to. Like, oh, you can say uh, no to the funding, but I'm not going to say no to the funding. And they kind of leave out all that stuff with Oliver. Yeah, that would have been actually pretty. I mean, it kind of puts more pressure on her. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That, but I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Will and Lyra kick down a door. Uh, instead of trying to open it, like which I uh, bet was probably open, people, I bet it like, was open. They've they've walked into every other place around that city because they know it's empty. So, and then savages. we're like back to this really tense stuff of like the 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 specters literally creeping up on Will. He's twelve. Uh, he's uh, almost <laughs> at the change. I can't uh, get over it. I know I have to, but I can't. He's twelve. Yeah. So wait, in the book, they're not. At him at all, right? They're no, because the... he's a child. Okay. Hey, all right. No, I mean, they're not in build, danger at all. You got to build that suspense, and then you know when 
when what happens happens uh, at the top of the tower, then you know now it's like he's he he's you know got his uh, offense against the dark arts. That's what it wow. is. Wow! Wow! Uh, is do they not look like freaking? They do look like dementors. Po- yeah, exactly. They hundred percent look like dementors. They're I can see right through that. I'm like, this is they're trying to get that marketing across, aren't they? A little bit. Uh, well, little we got bit. the same thing. They fly. But while while they're worrying about that, we go and meet Dr. Grumman. Um, okay. So whose head was in the ice? No idea. Really? They, they yeah, just, it's, so it's no clue. It's a fake. Yep. Okay. So this you, is one wait, of those things you said in that... The book, you said in the book that they could see it. Yeah. And they it's a, couldn't it's recognize a, it? No. They knew none of this them, person. Not well, and not for a long time. And it's, like, suspended in this, like, preservative liquid where you can't really get, like, a super clear... It's not, like, looking at a picture. And it's, like, one of those things that, like, the dude's white, he's the right age, he's the right hair color, close enough. Oh, my God. That's, it's been enough uh, years since you've seen him. You didn't really know him that well. You're just, like, he says it's him, and he's got the the hole in his head. That's him. Okay, I'm I'm literally trying to think of somebody that I barely know if i saw their head in a jar i'd be like oh yeah no that's 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 dan yep that's him (laughs) wow i wouldn't just be like i think that's him like no okay all right yeah okay so it's grubin we're we're at we're at grooman but this is something that's gonna i'm curious to see how it's gonna play out and it is a bit of a bummer to watch it play out differently because in the book you do not know that grooman is john perry you don't know that he's will's father yeah, it's tough to do with the visual visual medium, though. And exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you don't know that Grumman or Jopari or Jopari, which is how I always pronounced it in the book, um, is him. Like, you're, yeah, that's like your only clue is like Joe Jopari is close enough to John Perry because that's they couldn't like that's just how they pronounced his name. Um, there's also like more people around. He's not in the wilderness by himself. He's with uh, a yeah. whole like village of people, and he's their shaman. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's out by himself doing his own shaman thing. And so he Lee pulls up on the NSC, pulls up on this village, and he's like, Hey, I'm looking for this guy named Grumman. You might know him as Jopari. Uh, can you take me to him? And they're like, Yeah, yeah, we can. Absolutely. Uh and they take him to him, and it's literally their village shaman. So okay. So shamans are a regular thing around, I'm guessing. In this, this culture, uh, like in this, this, uh, wherever they are, they're not, you know, you wouldn't find a shaman in like London, but they're off the beaten path. They're kind of going into a different culture. So, similar to, yes. uh, witches. Gonna, uh, do they ever go into shamans at all? Yeah. The only thing that they really talk about is the fact that he can, like, as a shaman, he can kind of like go outside of his own body and do things like call up the wind. Uh, and like explore, like how did this have this sort of like out of body experience, and kind of like go around. Okay, all right. <laughs> but yeah, so you see him, and you're like, oh, I know that that's Will's dad. I know that that's Grumman. That's who that is. That's so through the conversation, he never reveals that. Is that something they reveal later? I'm trying to think of when you find out, and I'm not certain off the top of my head. But it's like, but yeah, you don't know him when, like, you don't make the connection early on that Grumman is Will's dad. You don't, you do not wait, make that connection for a while. Wait, they had the same thing with Harry Potter, the first book, right? 
like somebody's name was spelled differently, but you know. Oh, Voldemort? Was, when yeah. you type out. So, I am Lord Voldemort is uh, a little acronym. Not acronym. What's the. Anyway, it's a it's a scramble of um, Tom Marvolo Riddle, which is his yes. real name. The hilarious part of that is that they had to like accurately translate that in all the languages to make sure that the scramble stayed the same. So, I think in French, his middle name is Elvis. Nice. So he's got some weird names. There's your fun so, fact for the day. Okay. So that, that's what they did with his name, though. The John Perry, the Jopri, yeah. basically. He's, he's okay. J-O-P-A-R-I. Jopari yeah. is how I always said I, it. But yeah, Jopri or whatever. Okay. And he's got Lee's mother's ring. Uh, I, I mean, how? I don't know. Was, Really, he asks him, and he doesn't tell you. He's just like, "I'm a shaman. I can do a lot of shit that you wouldn't understand." Wow. Okay. That's literally like that's it. It's just I'm a shaman is the explanation for how he has the ring that Lee hasn't seen in forty years. Or I'm sorry, twenty years. Yes, twenty years. We've we've aged him down. We've aged him Uh, down. Is his parents alive? No, I believe his mother's Uh, dead. Okay. Okay, I was gonna say because maybe he just went and got his. I'm like, you're a grave robber, bro. What is going like, on? He hasn't seen it since he was a kid. Like, he's never se- he hasn't seen this ring since he was a kid. But uh, because it was something that Lee had an emotional connection to, because Joe Pari or Grumman or whatever, because John had it, he could kind of use it to pull Lee into him. Like, plant the seed in your head that this is the direction in life that you want to go. And there's, you know, it's kind of questionable when did that start? How long ago did that start? Was it just now? What, you know, you have no idea. So it's just, but it's just going to be questions that aren't ever going to get answered, yes. are they? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a... That's so it's a, yeah. ex machina stuff. He needed to be bit. here because the story demanded it. Yep. All right. Like, <laughs> okay, that's where we're going. Will and Lyra got into the tower because they kicked a door in. They're in now. They did. There's like a book that they we don't ever look at. Is that important? No. It's oh, just okay. weird that there's like this prominently placed book. I was like, are we going to go read something? What are we doing here? I thought you were going to be like, they totally skipped over that whole thing. That was instructions on how to use the knife. <laughs> and no. they just didn't even want to go into that. No, it's just weird that visually you put this pedestal here uh, and then just didn't. They just walk around it. Don't even look at it. Okay, so when when they get up there, they see uh, the old dude tied up. Yes. Right. And I mean, even before they get up there, they do the whole somebody's following them thing, shadowy figure. So, yeah, that's uh, kind of how this, they, we, we get to the point where they go upstairs and there's somebody behind them and then we cut back to John Pear. We're cutting all, the, all over the place here. That's what the show's done for season after season. They cut all around. That's just how they are. Um, but, uh... So now it's just them. Uh, this is them inside speaking to each other john perry and um lee scoresby uh, lee scoresby right yes and and that's when you notice the scar on grooman's head i literally just thought it was just a random scar i didn't think about anything about the whatever that thing it's his trepanning scar from where they put a hole in his skull cool wow (laughs) like i just thought it was a maybe he lost a fight because mind you i'm looking at two people that have scars all over their faces that's a ve- it's a very circular scar prominently on his forehead. I mean, okay, somebody hit wow. you with a bottle, bro. Wow. <laughs> like, you know, 
I, maybe if he had referenced it a little, but hey, my shaman hole in my head there, you know? Wow, you're just supposed to realize. So he starts talking about Esahetra, uh, which is the subtle knife. It's another name for the subtle knife, which I is interesting that they put that name this far up because you do eventually hear it, but like not for a long time. It's not important. I was just interesting that they put it here. Okay. All right, so Esahetra is, is another word for the subtle knife. It's another name for it. Um, but he talks about how there's there's going to be a new bearer that's going to take up the mantle of of the knife and that his goal is to find that guy, find whoever that's going to be and take him to Azriel. Which I'm with Lee on there. Why? Why would I do this? I already don't like him. I know what he's about. Why would I do this? And if this were the book, you would know why, because they would tell you this. I and swear to God. I swear to God. We're like 170, 180 pages in at this point. I don't fucking know. And you it, it, literally heard Azriel's plan three times at this point. It better be one hell of a plan, because so far I cannot fathom any reason that he took the steps that he took the steps. Like I said, so far he's he's graduated from child murder to city destroyer. If he moves <laughs> to accident. another, if he moves to another dimension and destroys a planet, it's just like, all right, then this guy is just killing billions, countless billions, uncountable. That's, I'm gonna go. And with you can mine. count the billions. You can count them. On, oh, really? On you can, oh, I can oh, tell really? you, eight billion on our world. Oh wow, that's crazy. You like, can count can, eight. Anyway, if they were unca- I'm just saying. I can't wait because if it's next episode that they do unveil this master plan, I, it, I, I swear I better be blown away. I better be everybody be like, you know what? Okay, I can see why you killed the child, but until so, then, you so, are Anakin Skywalker. Wow, John Perry at least like kind of goes into it a little bit. Um, he talks about there's two forces at war. Uh, in in the world there's the one that wants to repress you and kind of keep you down and keep you hidden and and keep you calm and quiet and meek and whatever and then there's the other one that wants you to have knowledge and be stronger and have your own free will and and have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want um and that if Azriel's side you know if if Azriel's world is going to win this this world you know the the good side that john perry wants to win um then he needs the knife that's that's just the long and short of it. Like that's why he's like, this is why I'm doing it. I can't do anything for my child from here, you know. But I want my son to live in a world where he has free will. As far as I can tell, though, he does. Like your son does isn't from. Yeah, he he a does thousand he, percent does. He a thousand percent so far uh, seems to to have this this free will. But if if there's some unknown force that you know we haven't seen come in then they just they're just leaving it out for i guess whatever reason but as far as i could tell i mean he's up and left his mom he left and went to a different dimension on his own uh you know seems to be choosing to stick with lyra you know but what if none of his choices are really choices uh, then it, if it's just nothing. if it's if it's just this destiny thing where this was all you know meant to to happen type of situation, everybody seemed to be cool going along with it before. Mm. I don't Things know, man. I don't know. Go, hmm. It seems yeah. seems like Grooman knows some stuff that we don't know that we're supposed to know by now. Seems like he knows. I some don't, stuff we don't think know. Grooman knows anything. He sure, the shaman doesn't know make, anything. He barely was able to make the wind blow in a balloon without fainting. 
Wow, how dare you? Yeah. Uh, but Scoresby's not, not does not care. Does not give the slightest bit of shit. He's like, I don't care about Azrael. I don't like Azrael. Imagine leaving your child like that. I could never. Could you? I Sec- could never. Second time we've <laughs> talked about people leaving their child in the face of people that leave their child. <laughs> Good lord. Just- yeah, Grumman's like, well, I did it. I left my child. Jump cut to Will. Yeah, straight that to was, Will. Uh, that was deliberate. Yeah, they, they did that. And this is when they find the old man tied up in the in the tower. Yes, um, we meet Giacomo Paradisi, whose name I apparently I also said wrong forever. Uh, I, I mean, that's fine because you didn't. I mean, there wasn't like there was an audio book that wasn't thirty something dollars that you could have listened to at the time. <laughs> I was poor. Just <laughs> Giacomo wow. Paradisi, as one might say. <laughs> they find him. You keep like putting a little emphasis on him is there more emphasis on him in the book no i just like saying his name oh good lord all right so they find this old dude who's useless yeah, um, they find giacomo paradisi uh tied up in the in in the tower uh and they start cutting him out and then somebody climbs up behind them Woo. so was this the was he the guy that climbs up behind them was he the one walking back and forth in the window yes that's what we're led to believe. Yes. And we're also led to believe that they saw him moments before they went into that building, but somehow he got behind them? Apparently. All right. I'm just I'm just making sure. And not that, only was he know, behind them, behind them on the ground floor. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yes. I don't know. All right. I don't know. So Because then okay. Because he's okay. just in another room. So they go up, they basically they go up a flight of stairs. And then there's like a room on the left. There's a room on the right. They're they're on the roof at one point, but like there's multiple rooms, and I think he's just hiding out in a different room before he busts in. That would make more sense. It would, because, but apparently yes. we couldn't afford more than one room. Um. So he clearly he's got the the subtle knife, and, uh, and you know, what? as soon as it was on screen, you went that little thing. Yeah, because it's like that that most small powerful thing. knife in multiple universes. That little thing. I'm sorry. It it it's not. I've appearances seen, can be deceiving, Aaron. I've seen stronger knives. That's not mm-hmm. a knife. I'm sure you uh, have. Okay. He uh without hesitation goes into attack mode. Does. Why? And we get the most awkward fight scene. I don't know if there were no rehearsals. I don't know if there was no fight choreographer. This was a this was not a great fight scene. I told you they took the Danny Rand approach of we'll just fake it till we make it on set. That's what we'll do. I don't like the acting of it was odd. I imagine this might have been their first fight scene they had to act, but like the camera work was weird. This was just a weird. It kind of you know to the point like it pulled me out of it. Really, it pulled you out of it. Pulled me out of it. It was it was so awkward. I was like, you can see, especially when he punches the old guy, and like you can clearly see in the stomach that hit he, does yeah. not connect. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and he like has like the over- Oof. I'm like, no, that did not. You didn't even connect there. <laughs> what are we doing? It was it was pretty much of a whack fight. I don't understand. It was, uh, it was why rough. They did it that way. It was. But rough. I mean, I just don't understand why he decided to just automatically snap off and try to kill somebody. Like uh, he was going for he killing needs blows. He needs. He's also a little bit crazy at this point. He's a little bit crazy. Okay. So maybe just a little background on him that they didn't give us. Well, know. so like they when when Will and Lyra are going up to the tower and they're outside, they kind of p- pan turns into a bird and flies up to a window to try and see what's going on. And he talks about how he just sees this guy with the knife and he's like dancing. 
He's like, I don't know what's going. Like, I don't know what he's doing. He's just like doing weird steps. And he's kind of dancing all over the place. Uh, and just that's how they describe it. Like he's dancing. And they're like, okay, so this dude's crazy. Don't know what's going okay. on here. So they do run into him beforehand. Well, they know that he's in there because they send okay. Pan up to do reconnaissance. Okay. And is he like dancing in a like is he happy looking or something? Or nah, he's a little he's looking crazed. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, I would have liked that in in the in the thing. Yeah. You know. Okay. So yeah, they go up, they find uh Giacomo, and then as they're coming out, they're like they're like, did the the other guy, you know, the the young man that's here, did he do this to you? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I did. And he's right behind you. Ah Oh okay. my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing uh but they have their little fight uh i believe uh i mean it just it's not really like it's like a setting thing they're up on like the roof of this tower they almost fall off it's a whole thing uh they end up kicking him down like a flight of stairs down all the way to the bottom of the tower and then i don't know if he falls out a window i don't know he ends up outside all the way down the tower and ends up outside and he's still alive after still that alive. cool yeah. And, and it's a grown Will- man. You didn't say he was a grown man because this is a kid in this show. Well, young man is how they describe me. He's a young man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he has changed. He has had the I change. mean, clearly, as the end just- of the episode showed us. Well, I, I don't know how they did it in the book. I don't know if they've just taken anybody, you know? No. So he's a young man. He's at that He's at that point. And this is one of those things. So this is kind of what I mentioned in the pre-show. Um, they recognize who this guy is. And the show doesn't tell you, and I don't know, like, I imagine it's because they're going to do something with it next episode, but, like, he's dead. No, they're not. So, um, they're, they're not if you would anything. not like to hear this, maybe skip forward a few minutes, uh, but I don't think it's that important, so I'm going to tell Aaron. It's Tulio. It's it's the name that was mentioned earlier in uh, yeah, by the, Angelica. I kind of got it's, that. when it's, she. It's, when... it's the brother. Wait, aren't you thinking that the people that are listening to the podcast have seen the episode already? Yes. Well... Then if they see the episode, he knocks on the door and is like, Angela. Angelica. Oh, that's right. Or he Angelica. does. But they still don't really tell yeah. you that that's who that is. I got it from that. Oh, fair enough. All right. <laughs> I never know what you're going to pick up on because you didn't pick up on the clue that it was grooming with a ring. Wow. First of all, you couldn't tell with the jean jacket. It was in the Andrew door. Scott's voice. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't recognize his voice. Like, it's just second. But you nature. did later in the episode, which is why it was weird. You're the one that picks up on the, all the British voices and stuff like that. Because that's what made me laugh, though, was last episode, he starts with the ring, and he's saying he's saying the words, and I was like, oh, you can tell it's him, because you can tell it's his voice. And you didn't say anything. You were like, I don't know who that is. And I was nope, like, oh, that's weird. Tell. But then later in the episode, he does the voiceover for the letters, and you're immediately like, oh, that's Andrew Scott's voice. What? Because he he sounded like Moriarty then. Uh-huh. Like, it's the same voice. He dips in and out. He dips in and out of voice. characters. Anyway, wow. well, okay, so assuming everybody knows that it's Tulio, well, then never mind then. So, yeah, that was the only thing. I was like, it's, it's Tulio. Yeah. So okay. are they going to be pissed or something? I mean, their brother's going to, oh, did die, so probably. But the well, thing I mean, is, in the show, so in the show, it's like he doesn't see them ever. Um, in the book, they're at the bottom of the tower, and they watch him die. Oh, okay. They watch so... him get got by the specters. That that's more motivation. Did and they know literally, he had she the knife? looks up. I don't know if they knew he had the knife, but they knew he was in the tower, um, and they knew that's like where he was hiding out. And then he comes flying out of this tower. Lyra's looking over the roof, like over the edge of the roof, and sees them and watches it happen. And Angelica looks her in the face from the ground and is like, "We're going to kill you. You did this to him." That makes sense. Yeah, that that's that's a I can it's see that's broad scene fucking daylight. Out. 
I can see that that playing out. And there's like a whole that, ass group of kids down there. That makes sense with everything of them trying to protect their brother in this tower and stuff like that. Like right. saying, Oh, I don't know who that is. That's ghost up there or something like that. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, none of that stuff. So it was weird that they didn't go into that because that's like that's like kind of like an important like they killed that kid and like Lyra watches him get got by the specters and it's not this dramatic jump. Oh, they attacked him. They pound. No, it's like, and this is another thing that they they left out that I think is a really interesting point that they didn't put in. So Tulio's at the bottom. You know he he knows they're gonna cover him. He knows that he's too old. He knows the specters are there. So he turns to like a stone wall. And he starts touching every stone and counting each one. And Lyra can't really tell why. She's like, I don't really understand what's happening. And she kind of comes to the conclusion that maybe it's, you know, maybe if he keeps his mind occupied, maybe if he just doesn't think about them and he has this singular focus, then they're not going to grab him. But then he kind of slowly starts to, like, miss stones and he, like, isn't counting and his voice goes lower and he kind of just slowly stops everything. And then he's just gone. And she, like, oh, watches the on. life come out of this guy. Holding on to whatever he had left and, okay, yes. while they're just draining him. So. And it's very reminiscent, and this is kind of just, like, an interesting, like, kind of makes you think kind of thing. It's very reminiscent of Will's mother, because she gets into these these moods and these phases where, like, they'll walk through the park, and she can't leave unless she touches every single slat and every single bench and counts each one. It has singular focus on that. And, like, she's convinced that if she doesn't do this, like, she has to do it or she's going to die. And she, they can't leave until she does. But are they visible to everybody else? They're visible to adults. Oh, okay, so if you're a child, you're just seeing somebody just get right. drained, basically. Which is terrifying. That's, like, why their kids are so scared. Like, they're not as scared because they're not going to die. But, like, they just kind of watch this guy stop caring about life and, and kind of stop living right in front of their eyes. They haven't established in the show if they're visible to everybody, though, have they? No, they're always just kind of sneaking around the the corners and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and in the book, okay. you know, it's it's through Lyra's perspective, it's through Will's perspective. It's you don't see them because they can't see them. Okay, all right. But yeah, Spectres. so that whole that like whole aspect of this got left out, which I thought was weird. Uh, because if you imagine they're going to use it next episode, where like Angelica finds out that he's dead, uh, and then like blames them, you're just like, how she didn't see anything. Uh, or do they just leave that out altogether? I don't know. Or no, they didn't do anything to where like he grabbed anything personal from them. Yeah. Or something. yeah so I don't know. Maybe they'll just leave that out altogether. Unless that like in the book, does it turn into something? You know, maybe a run for their life out of, you know, uh, the, the city or something. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that's definitely left out. So it's an aspect of of that whole encounter that I think is really important. Um, just in almost like just in the way that it affects Lyra to see it happen and to know, like to watch this girl look her in the face and say, we're going to kill you. I know that you did this to him. Like, this is your fault. What do I mean? What would, why would that change Lyra's, uh, you know, demeanor? At wow. All? She ha- she's like, I hang out with murderers. What are y'all going to do? You just don't like her. I kind of don't. I mean, yeah, I know you don't. I know you don't. don't. It's, it's yeah, it's a thing. Will got his fingers cut off. So Will, uh, in the middle of the fight, you see the knife cut like through like metal, like like butter with no problem, and with really like with ease. With ease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the fight, Will for some reason decides, let me put a rope around my hand because that's gonna or a cloth around my hand because that's gonna stop any blade. Uh, and it didn't. It 
snipped off the the pinky and uh, ring finger, and uh, he's kind of now got three fingers now. What two fingers? Well, and the, the, the rope is is kind of to like if it's a regular knife, it's to provide a little bit of a little bit of protection, and it's also to kind of put some a little more weight behind your punches. Yeah, it's okay. gonna hurt a little bit more. But well, okay, and then the reason but he it was kinda, punching. Is, he was punching with the the op- the the wound too with that hand, yeah, and that just didn't weird. hurt. I guess adrenaline no, must be. No, adrenaline. Because he, okay. he, the way that it's described at one point, he even says, like, uh, the rope kind of starts to loosen. And I think the way it's it's described is, like, he, you know, there's some wound on his hand. It seems to have a lot of blood, but he can't figure out from where. Like, he didn't, he didn't feel it. He didn't, like, nothing. It was so, whether it's a combination of the adrenaline and the fact that the blade is so sharp that it just kind of, like, slices through and it takes you a minute ah, to catch up. But he doesn't even know because it's not things. until, wow, terrible. He... <laughs> it's not until he unwraps the rope, like the rope comes undone, and as the rope falls, so do his fingers, and Lyra's the one who notices. She goes, oh my god, your fingers! Yeah, I I mean, this is actually a better reason to have him as an older child, because a 12-year-old kid would have freaked out and probably tossed himself off the, the tower. A 12-year-old wouldn't site. do a lot of these things. I, I mean, yeah, it's almost as if the author has never met a 12-year-old. Oh, wow. decided to uh, just write whatever he wanted. But, but these missing fingers are the mark of the bearer. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Old dude. Was like, Giacomo hey. Paradisi was missing his two fingers. It, it like, looked like uh, Tulio was missing his ring finger, but not his pinky. I didn't even see his hands. I'm pretty sure. It was, I, I just caught it for a second. But yeah, he was missing his ring finger, but not his pinky. It looked uh, like the statues that were around there were missing their their two fingers as well. Yeah, you mentioned that. I did not catch that at all. I didn't even see it. Yeah, because they looked like they had their hands up saying why. <laughs> but <laughs> wow. uh, I, could, I could see it looked like they were doing finger guns, and I thought that was interesting, too. <laughs> I was like, okay, they're, they're like two fingers in the air. But then uh, whenever they were leaving or whenever they were down there, then I was just like, oh, because he lost his fingers. And maybe these were other people that lost their fingers or something. Yeah, too. so whoever has the knife is missing those fingers, basically. Like, that's just the mark of it. Not a deal I want to make. <laughs> it's a pretty cool yeah. knife. It's a pretty cool uh, knife. You could go to any, cool you could just, you could cut through the world. You could go to a different universe, but you got to give up your two least useful fingers. They're, no, pinkies are very useful. How no, they're not. Pinkies are very no, Get rid useful. of it. Uh, at one point in time, someone made a pinky promise with me. All right. Was it, was it me? It was you. I don't remember this. I do, and I will never break it. So don't what, worry about what it. What was the? Was I drunk? Maybe you were. Yeah. Okay. All right. That doesn't count. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't count for somebody that made me pinky swear to it. Yeah, it doesn't count. All right. Sure. I don't it even doesn't. know what it was. Anyway, <laughs> Will's the bear, and we cut back to grooming. Uh, and he we kind of get a little, you know, he just gives a little backstory and kind of what he's been doing. Um, he couldn't get back to his world. He found some, you know, he wanted to get some new knowledge. So he became a scholar, became a shaman, found, you know, found out that there are other doorways, made other discoveries, discovered his demon. What did he, uh, what motivated him to do that? Just curiosity? Yeah. He wanted, like, he oh. just wanted to know. And then it's kind of, there's, there's also that idea of, like, maybe if you find out enough, you can find a way back home. Yeah, but, like, you left your family. Like, that's not an easy, just... No, 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 that's not an easy just up and bounce. Like, you know what? 
I really need to know what this is. I'm going to go, guys. But like, if you can't find your way back, like, at what point do you have to accept that? And you can't no, just live here, your talk- life moping. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the initial leave. Like you said in the book, he left the kid baby, like one, you know? Yes. To do like a job. Not to, not to, he didn't plan on going to another world. He didn't plan on getting lost there. But he didn't just get, he didn't just fall in. He kind of did. They were in a blizzard. Okay. So then that was, I'm, no, I'm, I'm like, these are decisions like a, a, a parent doesn't just, you know, they factor in their child and their decisions with things like this. So, yeah. So they, he, you he know. knew that there was some sort of like, I think they called a rent in the fabric of the world. And that's what he had gone there on this mission. He's like, you know, the people that I was with, the expedition I was with, they had their own things that they were looking for. But I knew about this thing and I was looking for this. And they get lost in a blizzard. They cross over him and two others. And they don't even realize because they're so lost in the snow. It's snowing on both sides of the of, of the, the, the tear. They don't even know. And by the time they okay. realize that they're in another world, they can't find it anymore. And they don't know how far they've gone. They don't know how long ago it was. They were in the middle of a blizzard. They can't see it anymore. And these doors are stupid hard to see anyway. Okay. So that, that makes more sense. Because um, it's it's like the, the side of the road thing, right? It's right. Just the, okay. Uh, so there technically are two open portals without killing a child now in this world is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. All right, then. I just want to make sure my count is right. Continue, please. Wow. Uh, and, you know, you kind of get you kind of get that, you know, I want to leave behind a world where my son can think for himself. Um, and and Lee agrees to t- take him where he needs to go on the condition that he will put Lyra under the protection of this subtle knife. He's Which like, a- I can't do anything for her, but this is one advantage I can give her. This well, is it. That- what where's he taking him though like where does he or how does he know where to take him or because if the he's dude just has gonna been go lost, wherever because the shaman knows where he needs to go like he knows how to find the bearer that's that's his thing i don't know how but the shaman knows that he can find the bearer and that's why he drew lee to him because he needs a lee to take him there so oh, he's like okay. now that you're here you can take me to him theoretically it could have been any arrow not though right theoretically but it was lee okay Okay, and he has the connection with Lyra because he loves her all of a sudden, you know. You got to get over yes. that. You got to get over that. I, I mean, they I'm they sorry. traveled together for a while. Two days. Um, uh, but the bear will have their own task. He's like, I, can, I can't promise you that she's going to be any, any safer with this freaking knife. And I can't promise you that the bear isn't going to be a bad person. Like, I can't vouch for him. I, was like, I mean, that's true. Talking about. But he doesn't know him. He doesn't know him. Kid. How does he know he, he grew up to be uh, a thug or something like that? Wow. I, I understood that line actually more than anything. <laughs> He's like, you know, I bro, I don't know what this kid's going to be like. I am a terrible father. I did not. He doesn't raise know it's this. his kid. I what? No, no. Where did no, you I'm get the to, idea that he thinks it's no, he no, knows. not Lee, not Lee, not Lee. No, not I know. Lee. I'm just talking Roman. about. Yeah, I, I'm he not does not know that the knife bearer is his son. Really. Where did you get the idea that he knows the knife bearer is his son? He comes off as he knows everything. <laughs> he comes off as like I knew you were coming here, Lee. He I does not know that the bearer is in his my son. Head. Like no, yeah, he would have said so. he's talking about his son. He why said are you so. making deals about? See, it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense because the only card you would have. The only card you would have had if you were like, okay, I don't know what this kid has grown up to be, but I can tell him I am his father, and that might 
you know, soften, you know, him at uh, at all if we get to him and he's like crazy or something. Why would he know that? I he's a shaman. Why <laughs> wouldn't he he can do astral projection. Like he can summon aeronauts to at his whim with rings. Like <laughs> Why wouldn't I think that he didn't know? I literally, when he said, <laughs> when he said the bear is going to change soon, how does he know that? I don't know. Okay, then. So how wouldn't he not know <laughs> that it's his son? That's what I'm saying. No, he doesn't we're know. Gonna th- we're going to throw all that to the wind. I just like, yeah, he knows it's his son. Why does he, <laughs> he want to go know. with him? Like, okay, see. Because all he knows uh, is that he needs the knife. He needs to get the knife to Azriel, and there's a bear of the knife, so he needs to get to the bear. He doesn't know who that is. He has no I'm idea. Guessing, I'm guessing him and Azriel have had conversations before then. I'm trying to think. I don't actually They know. had to. They they had to have. Because then why does he how does he know that he needs this knife? How does he know? You'd what be surprised how many people in these fucking books know Azriel's plan. Okay. Just because we don't right now. I'm just ridiculous. Saying. But yeah, he does I, not know. So there's there's some info for you. He doesn't know so, it's his kid. Okay, well, I guess we're just going to all be surprised whenever they have that meeting then. I mean, we're supposed to be because you're not supposed to know that that's his father, but whatever. Well, uh, I actually, yeah. I could have done that still too. If you just didn't show him, because he wasn't on screen, you saw pictures of him. I was like, if you just didn't show a picture of him in the first season and just could've... called him by his name. Yeah, and they could have, you but know. No, they had to put the YouTube video up there for some reason. Hey, you got to, I mean, they paid that guy a lot of money. You better put his face somewhere on there. You didn't have to pay him at all for the first season because he's not in it. Yeah, but you want to tie him down and you want to no, draw some people stupid. in there. Stupid. So got to get the people in there. Got to get butts anyway, we go back Anyway, we go back to Will and we get an, an explanation of what the knife does and what it is. Yeah, it's got two purposes. One. Yes cutting anything uh in any galaxy basically yes so it can cut th- cut through anything uh and two it can cut through the fabric of reality apparently yes and enter different worlds um, correct so there's that you've never <laughs> seen the show mad max have you no or not mad max excuse me mighty max no okay never never mind wow Anyway, yes, so there's one side that can cut through anything. The other side can cut a uh, hole into different worlds. So there's kind of all these openings to different worlds around you. And the tip of the knife can kind of snag on it and cut it open. And it's a faster process in the show. Like, he just does, like, a single, and it's open. Um, but What does he do? Rip. Okay. So I was just making sure that's, that's what he makes. does. That's what it okay. Is. So... Okay. He kind of has to like, and the way that, you know, you have to put your soul in the tip of the knife, you know, you kind of reach out to the tip of it, you know, you're feeling all around you. And that's kind of what you're supposed to get from the dancing that Tulio was doing with the knife earlier. He was like trying to find some sort of snag to open a door and he couldn't do it. So he can get the heck out of Dodge. I, I get it. But he yeah, do you would want to bounce. Like, you know, you know, these Dementors are after you. Yeah. Why are you going to stick around? Um, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. But uh, Will I mean, gets it pretty quick. He gets out. He gets it pretty quick, uh, which I get. They didn't want to spend too much time on it. He gets very, very frustrated in the book. You get a small peek at the the next little world, you know, because they never really say like, "Oh, this is where it'll go to." Right? This is just right. another random place. 
And it just, it's one of those things that kind of comes with more use of like, you kind of get the idea of, you know where you want to go and you can kind of just sense which of these cuts is the one that you want to go to. But you could theoretically open any of them and go to some random ass place. And not even kill a child to do it. It's crazy. Azrael didn't know. Okay, all right. It seems like it's a lot of not knowing to to, to kill a kid. He's like a lot of. Seems like if Boreal didn't want to kill a kid, he could have told him about the door he had. But first of all, they weren't friends because they were fighting over the same woman. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. That's what. That's my own personal fan fiction backstory that there was a Mm -hmm. love triangle going on. Okay. 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 Anyway, uh, actually, there was when a bit do of a we get to that? Just not, not. Thank not you. Between them, but not between them. Between Maurice's wow. wife, wife, her husband, Maurice's husband, and Azriel and her. It was like a whole thing. How, have we not made it to that scene yet? No, we have not. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he's kind of trying to do. It. He gets very frustrated. Pan goes up and touches him. Yes, and that's like a. That's more of a bigger deal now because they never really said anything like that in season one, yeah. but you aren't supposed to touch. But actually, and first of all, Pan did it. That's the whole like point. He... Like, you're not supposed to touch somebody's demon, but Pan. So Pan was trying to comfort him. So he's kind of in this in this area where this kid is in pain. He's got no fingers. He's hurting a lot. He's bleeding. He's frustrated. He's about to cry. Like, he's very upset. And Pan's like, he doesn't have a demon. And, like, I could tell right then that he needed one. So I went up. And he, like, is, like, licking his fingers or something. I, and he's I don't just, think like, he trying to comfort him. It's a bloody stump. He just kind of nuzzled his head against I'm it. I'm talking about the book. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Because I'm like, you know, I don't know if. And, like, Pan that kind of, like, a way that, like, uh, like animals lick wounds, you know, kind of thing. I think is, is what that, that is. Um, and Lyra is, like, shocked. But they don't have, like, they don't talk about it because it's, you know, it's a book. So you don't have to have dialogue about it to understand what's going on. Yeah, um, but, yeah, yeah, it's just this moment of, like, Pan recognizes that you don't have a demon and, and you needed somebody right then. You needed comfort. You needed love of some sort. And he goes and he offers it. And it's a very sweet moment. Okay. <laughs> Which I is get, I I get it. You know, I get it cuz it's 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 like when uh Pan wanted to go and uh comfort the the kid that got sliced and couldn't. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. There you I go. understand. Apparently there was another witch burning that we didn't see. It was off screen. We're told about Appar- it. Apparently apparently these witches <laughs> are the most inept. They don't make sense. People. In this. They really don't. Because I don't know how you kill hundreds of them when literally two of them could wipe out the planet. Because in they a night. can't. They can't. In a night. But you're very correct that the we're getting the witches they've presented us with in the TV show and the amount of ass kicking they're getting does not yes. compute. Because in and again, they're not like this. They're just women who can fly and have a bow and arrow and, you know, cool. They're not fucking what? supersonic. I don't understand. I wonder. I really would like to see like a behind the scenes with the director or the writers or whoever. I have questions. To, to, yeah, because that's that's one major one for me. That's almost as like, why didn't the birds just fly Frodo to the you know thing? Like, all right, okay, we're not going to get into that. But they, what, mm, we're not going to get into just, that. Just saying. They could have flown them in three seconds. Nope. It would have been no. over. No, you I will get Rachel in high here. enough. I will get Rachel You drop in a here. ring. And We're moving boom. on. Rudiscotti's <laughs> lands are apparently torched. 
but we don't see it. She's just like, oh, Lake Inabara, you're home. Hundreds of witches dead. Oh, no, it happened off screen. Let me tell you about it. Yeah, I, I, I could have swore she was with them on the last one when they were getting bombed the first time. And do they not have know. phones? How about no. we send a, a carrier pigeon to let you no. guys know, hey, we just got attacked? Actually, they'll, they'll, they actually send their, their demons back and forth. Okay, yeah, so then there's a line of communication. Why didn't... But when you can fly as fast as they apparently can in the show, why does it matter? So that means there's multiple ways they could have warned people. So this is Pekula's fault. This wow. is a thousand percent her fault. Because if well, she then... had just warned somebody... Well, she fi- so I don't know, but so they're talking about how you know my demon went to go talk to Yorick. We found out that Lyra went through the world. Um, that's not what happened, but okay. Uh, and we're gonna go get her, but it's heavily guarded. No, the fuck, it's not. They literally the just is- like fly through it, and they're like, "Oh, the wind changed. I think we're in a new world now." They don't even know. They don't even know. So the witches in the book are just flying <laughs> to Lyra. I'm annoyed about this. So they're just they flying to know, Lyra. Bro. They didn't even know. <laughs> they are not aware that she's in another world. They're like, something's going on, but we're flying in this direction that we think she's in. And at a certain point, it kind of just, the way it's described in the book is like, I think you're following Seraphina at that point. And she's like, it's it's kind of just all of a sudden like the wind, you know, the, the air was different. The wind around her was different. And Seraphina suddenly knew that they were in a different world. They didn't, there was not a doorway, like a big giant, oh my god, like they're just kind of, they've flown across the sky, and at some point, they hit that wall, and they're somewhere else. That's that's it. I was like, so this whole thing where like her demon goes to find Yorick, and Yorick tells him that Lyra went, I was like, no, none of this, none of this. So, yeah, because they they were foreshadowing this for a long time in And then like heavily guarded, no, there's no battle to get in there. So in the book, they just leave the the tear open and are like unguarded. Well, like they're unguarded on like the on on the ground or like they're they're guarded on the ground. They've got like people around it. um, But it's not like this thing with like the Zeppelins and the whatever. Like They just fly through. I'm pretty sure. Do they have Zeppelins in the book? Yes. Okay. I it kind of sounds like the uh, Magisterium is just as uh, inept as (laughs) the witches in the TV show. If they're not going to use their zeppelins to, you know, I'll have to go up and take another look, but I'm fairly certain they literally just waltz on through it. But that's the end of the episode. We we're not no, we're not. not there. Just oh, okay. I was like, is. I thought you were saying now where we're at. We got more stuff to talk about. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm saying the them getting through the portal is the end of the episode. What's let's let's chronologically. So Ruta Ruta Scotty um, says that you know. Once she's through, she's going to go get Asriel because, you know, they need to finish what he started. Or he needs to finish what he started. My bad. Now, he, Back he's in their this, world. I, that's, she says, Ruta, my note says, Ruta says, once she's through, she's going to go get Asriel. He needs to finish what he started, is what she says. And then my next note just says, all caps, Will's posture, laughing emoji. Hilarious. When he's practicing <laughs> with the knife. His posture's so weird. I mean, you got to get a feel for it. You know, it's not like he can just stand up straight with it. I'm still, then, But I'm kind of stuck on finish what he started, though. Like, yeah, he didn't start anything. He ripped I mean, he hole. did. We just don't know yet because the show won't fucking tell us. Okay. Again, three times his plan has been explained at this point. Three times mm-hmm. in this book alone. 
Don't get me started. If they, if they don't explain it in the next episode, or am I going to get an explanation some, now, if, somewhere? If it's, it, I'm giving it till the finale, which is going to be stupid if they wait that long. But if they want to make it like some big giant finale reveal, I don't understand why. Anyway, uh, Will is trying with the knife. Uh, he's being explained, you know, all the different worlds. So, and now you're, this is where you caught on that there are like infinite worlds. Yeah, because when the the graphics that they show for him cutting into you know another dimension, it's like a rip. It's like the computer screen exactly for um um the the cave, and you see there's a a bunch of you know thin threads uh, uh in reality that he can just kind of cut through, and then it'll, you'll see that oh there's a ton of them you know there's there's billions probably yeah. But, uncountable um, billions one might say no they're, they're very countable i counted four at least on that screen <laughs> right there so that means i'm starting the count um so yeah that's cool i mean i was i was kind of hoping he would jump in real quick look around and then jump back out you know give, give, it, give a, him some time a, give him some time no nah, dude if you got that you would have done it emma He's you afraid. would have done He's that afraid, no, all right? he needs anybody to learn how to open and close it the and man test it out the man just fought Somebody on a tower lost two fingers. There's no more fear in him. He's murdered yes, a man. There's so much fear in him. Nah. There is so much fear in him. He's 12. He's, he's not. He, he is. is a he is at change at the oh ripe age God. of about 16. Oh my god. So he he nah. I think he's got way more courage than than you think he has. He has courage, but he's also afraid. He's very, very scared. Jump in, take a look around. Wow! Jump back. He's to learn how to close it. Learn how to. So we it. we see. Uh, yeah, he, he learns to open it, and then he learns to close it. It's a much faster process, which makes sense because it's like easier to animate. Doesn't take as long. Um, because in the in the book, he has to like meticulously find a corner and then slice down and then across and then up and then across and create oh, so an actual window. Oh. And then he has to peel it back. And then when he goes to close it, or like, yeah, when he goes to close it, he has to like pick up the corner, find it with his fingers, put it back together. Yeah, has to I very like the meticulously go back and like it takes a while. Like it's I he like can do TV it fast, but like it takes longer than the just. Nah, I like the TV one better because it seems it like if he had a, for the medium, if he cuts to the left or right or something, then wouldn't he just be cutting into the other threads? No, as long as he's starting on that one, that's the only thing he's cutting. Oh, okay, then it's just it, okay. And, and they're just kind of like it's just like way. a snag in there. It's it's a magic knife, Aaron. Yes, I'm sorry. Literally. Let's add some science. We're gonna add some logic to some of this. So, but there are four things you have to know about the knife. I was hoping so much that he was gonna get like sniped or <laughs> hit by one of the Dementors right when he said. So there's four things you need to know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, greatest episode of the season. No, he That's has to we... tell him. No, we just. He has to no. tell him the rules. Don't tell, show. That's no, what we should. That's what him. we've learned. He has to tell him. That would have been. So, way rule better. number one is to never open a door without closing it. Don't leave yeah. a door open. And he Asriel. talks about. Asriel. Uh, he mentions that the door that Will came in, like the door that Will go- uses to go back and forth to his world, um, Giacomo Paradisi opened himself and left open in what he calls a moment of carelessness. And then I think the implication is that he couldn't find it again. Let's see, what? I, yeah. But the knife gives you the feeling. I don't know. 
I don't know. Okay. But he left it open. Uh, number two, never let anyone else use the knife. It is only for you. You are the bearer. It's your knife. I wonder why number that's three, so important. Don't use it for base purposes. Only use it for good. Don't use it, you know, to make money or whatever it is that people do. That's just kind of what fixing their else. mistake. Yeah, I was gonna say that's just yeah. And number four, keep it secret. Keep it safe. And then he instantly kills Lyra right there because she was the Terrible. only other person that knew about it. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, so he has to keep it secret. Uh, and he says, the knife will protect you, but you have to protect the knife. Like, it is your responsibility. This is yours. You're 12. Have fun. Well, he's 16. So he's uh, he's he's he takes care of his mom. He take, takes care of his mom. So he, he can take care of a knife. Wow. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the old man bounces. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to need some private time. Uh, to go kill myself. Yeah, some things are going to happen, adult <laughs> things, and I don't want you kids seeing this. So uh, Death. It's death. He takes poison. Now we get your Boreal Coulter scene. Yes. She's back in uh, blue, which I was fe- I was feeling the hat. I was feeling the hat. It was a nice outfit. Uh, it Could have gone without the gigantic shoulder pads. Yeah, um, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, but I mean, it was cool. You know the who else was... liked it? You know who else liked it? Uh, oh, no, he... Boreal. First of all, with that intimate all, so- shoulder touch there. That that was that was very specifically touched her shoulders. Yes, yes. Um, which is kind of why I like his character a lot more because because if... he touched her shoulders. No, because he has his own, like I said, agenda. Like mm-hmm. it's a, he may be quote unquote a part of the magisterium, which I still I doubt that. I feel like he may be just like maybe their like lawyer or something like that or something, you know. Um, but he doesn't like you know he's trying to get with a you know Mrs. Coulter, you know he needs the knife for himself. It's not like he's trying to go get the knife for somebody else. It seems. Uh, so. Yeah, no, it's just, I just like his character. I like his character. And this was a good scene for him uh, and Mrs. I wish Coulter. he would have fixed his tie. It was very, you know, unbecoming. It, there was nothing wrong with his tie, everybody. It was very unbecoming. I, I, I it was promise very you there was nothing. There was no distraction. Had a tie clip and everything. It was a great suit and, uh, that he was wearing. Uh, he, and he, he speaks. Uh, <laughs> go. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, he speaks with Mrs. Coulter about knowing where Lyra is. Says Basically says, he, I have her, you know. And then she's, she's like, doing, oh, but actually you don't have her where is she he said but i i got something of hers that she that's important to her she's gonna return like yeah and then uh he was like i got the room for the night you know let's go see where this goes good lord basically so yeah they have their little (laughs) chat about lyra uh there's an awkward moment where like he's touching her hand it looks like the snake is gonna touch her and then you that was not an awkward moment very astutely realized that she's wearing snakeskin shoes. Yeah, she is. I love that. Yeah. That's fucking deliberate. Like, you you know that was deliberate. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was hands down deliberate. Love That's, that. Uh, yeah. Walk That's all cool. over him, please, Mrs. Coulter. That please. is not what I That's got That's literally that. what she's doing. She's going to walk all over him. She's going to stomp him down. That's what she's doing. That was, let me appeal to his snake. Uh, by wearing the skin of his demon. How is that appealing? Yeah, he's got a fetish. I don't know. That's his thing. For I'm not into a, that. No, you know? no. He's it's even like guy, the similar whatever. coloring to his demon. It was It was great. It is. It is. We yeah. got two very different things out of that. Yeah, we clearly did. I mean, 
we clearly did. He said he well, can show her another world, like Aladdin. Yeah, okay. That's uh, basically. That's true, because um, he does tell her about, about the about the uh, the window. Yeah. Yeah, he takes her to it. But uh, like, we leave off on that weird snake moment. It's not weird. It's weird. It's not weird. So we cut back we to cut? Giacomo. And we go back to him, and I have in my notes, like, he's sitting in the tower, and you were like, wow, these specters are really slow. And in my head, I was immediately like, oh, he doesn't know they can't go up. And then they suddenly appear in the window. (laughs) And I went, what? Was it daytime in the beginning? Yes. Okay, that's why I was like, they're slow. Because it was like midnight all of a sudden. And I was like, they still haven't got them? This is, come on, let's hurry it up, guys. Like, he's telegraphing himself out there, standing up there like a gargoyle. So, but yeah, they got him. Or no, they didn't get him. He he drank the poison. He, yeah, he poisons himself before they can get him. Um, Boreal yeah. takes Mrs. Coulter to his his door, his window, to the other world, takes him to Chitigatse. Um, This was all, like, I don't, I was trying to think back. I was like, did we know that his window went to Chitigatse? I don't know that we knew it was, because, like, did we know it was the same window that Will uses? That's why I was asking. That's why I said I was confused about these portals because I'm like, does Boreal's go just straight to Wheels World, you know, Earth Prime, or is it stopping at uh, Chittagatse? Because I always I, got the impression, I, and I'm fairly certain in the books, his world just go like his portal, whatever whatever he uses to get back and forth, goes from his world to Will's world. There's no stop in Chittagatse because he specifically says he can't go there because of the specters. Yeah, but... How would you know the specters are there if you've never been able to go there? I don't fucking know. So that's what I'm saying. So he probably, you know, it, you know, serves to reason that, yeah, he's probably seen around, you know, looked in like, oh, this ain't for me. So <laughs> let me let me leave. But there's Which, this weird moment where, like, you see a specter behind them and it, like, looks at Mrs. Coulter and then looks away. And like go. Like, what the fuck is this? Where are you seeing? Where did you see it? Look at it her. Turns, it, it turns its whole being, and she looks at it, and it is facing toward her, and then it continues down the hallway. And I was like, "Why? What are we doing here? Is I she mean, magic? What are we doing?" She clearly is. If her monkey is, you know, first of all, she sent her monkey in first. She like did. she gave it the old head nod of like, "Go in." If your monkey goes in and gets killed, you're dead. Why are you? What? I don't know. She, yeah. I'm just saying, my note just says, why the fuck did the specter ignore her? I don't understand. Why did she stop when clearly Boreal was like, can you, we need to hurry up. Like, we need to do this fast. Uh, But that's when we get the, that's when we get the Tulio thing. Because then my note just says, Tulio is still alive. Tulio is stupid. Yep. And he's going around trying to open up doors, which actually, I'm now that I think about it, I think it was the same building. He tried to open up just two different doors in the same building. Which okay, must so have been where to... their hideout was, because he clearly knew that that's where Angelica was. Yeah, and you can kind of hear them inside, somebody yeah. chattering and talking, and then he bangs on the door. Or not, he doesn't bang no, on the door. He, he just doesn't. Kinda... He just, <laughs> Angelica. I'm like, bitch, just knock. Just yeah, knock on the window. Wanna, Why would they hear you, wanna, you through it? You don't want to alert the Dementors. They can, they can hear you. It's they stupid. can hear it's you. stupid. Uh, but then... <laughs> I kind of so that's where he dies. We have the big dramatic whatever. Um, but then we go back to Lyra and Will, and Will's got the bandage on his hand, and he looks at it, and all I hear is your voice go, "Dude, I can see your knuckle in the bandage." because yeah. <laughs> you can, you get a thousand percent to see, see that his fingers are folded in that bandage, and I was like, "That's not good at all, dude." Like, and like the blood looks like paint. 
Why wouldn't they just CG that? Green, put green things around. I don't know. That'd be the easiest way. Like, it's not even expensive. But Lyra, like, comes back, you know, backing up the stairs, just like Roger. (laughs) Just like Roger. Yeah, Uh, just like the other person that. Oh, another thing they left out is one of those things that just, like, shows you how different the worlds are. So when Will gets his fingers cut off um, and Giacomo's, you know, helping them bandage it, he's like, come with me. Like, I have this super secret stuff that you can use on it. And he, like, pulls it out like it's, like, made of gold and there's, like, very little of it left. And he's like, this is all we have and this is the most precious thing. And, you know, it used to be that we could kind of go places and go get this. And it's literally just, like, antibiotic ointment that Will could get at any pharmacy in his world that's, like, $3. And they treat it like it's gold. Oh, that's how it is in the book? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the shot of Hennessy he gave him. To, no, the plum to, brandy he is is also in the book. <laughs> is also in there. But then he has that like antibiotic ointment, and it's like a big deal. And Will's like, I can go to like any CVS and go get this. Said really, bro, some Tylenol. That's what you gave me. Cool, thanks. But yeah, so uh, he and Lyra, you know, have their have their conversation, and they decide that they're gonna go steal the alethiometer back because they need it for whatever they're gonna do. And uh, hey. they have their little mo, you know, good night, Will Perry. Bearer of the knife, Lyra Silvertongue. That's it. I got no name no for you. Yeah, I got he, no. I got not, nothing for he you. He wasn't quick enough. He wasn't. Maybe quick enough. the loss of blood uh, helped in that of yeah, not maybe. being quick enough. Yeah, mm, maybe you should figure it out. And then, uh, yeah, Lee and Grumman go back to his balloon. They take off. Grumman, in his shaman ways, calls up the wind, and the wind does not tell him that his son is the bearer. In case you dumb. wanted to know. Because I just figured he should know all automatically, but whatever. And uh, we we get to see Mary Malone back in the cave and her computer that apparently talks to her now. Okay, you gotta you gotta modernize this stuff. You're still stuck in ninety whatever, like ninety six or something like that. You that's it was fine the way that they had it. Was it. Just, apparently, it was just shocking. And she communicates with the computer in the book but just from reading as opposed to you know the computer speaking to in a very creepy voice yeah no that wasn't that creepy it just sounded like there was multiple voiceovers of something like they had like uh two people do it but uh yeah so she has a you know they have a they have a quick conversation where it finally starts to talk to her and she asked if you know are you shadows yes is that the same as lyra's dust yes is that dark matter yes She's like, all the shit that you think this might be is what we are. Like, it's all one thing. Where did she come up with shadows from? That's what I, can kind of confuse me in the beginning. Like, It, it goes back was... to the the Play-Doh thing. The shadows on the wall. Oh. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, that's why she calls them shadows. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's just what they called it. And so, you know, you're conscious clearly because you're talking to me, but you're not human. Um, and she's like, no, but humans have always known of us. And that's when you get the you know, to us. How many of you are there? Uncountable Countless. billions. Yeah, Uncountable billions. And she's like, oh, well, what are you? Angels. And mic drop. Right? So angels are creatures of dust. Shadow matter is spirit. And that's, uh, so the angels say, from what we are, spirits. From what we do, matter. Spirit, matter, it's all one thing. So angels built there they mean matter as in the thing that makes up everything right correct okay and so they, the the, angels... the way that they said it what they are in the book but they i think they left this line out in the uh uh 
uh, show because um, she asks like you know are you creatures of dust and in the show it's just kind of like yeah um, they say that they're like structures complexifications of dust of 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 particles of whatever um, and then she's you know have you been intervening in human you know human evolution yes why vengeance and then you hear the Batman theme song come out of nowhere <laughs> and then they cut off the rest of the conversation because in the book they keep talking so what happens more in the book then i don't want to say because i think they might do it later oh my god because it, so, does, it, it does matter okay so it, all right okay yeah but we'll uh, leave it yeah. at that yeah no that's vengeful fine. angels is where we're at seen that in stories before have you though <laughs> yes have you yes They've done that in so many stories. I read comic books, woman. What are you talking about? Have you though? And that's when we thousands. get the big, the big superhero fight with the witches. It doesn't make any sense. Where four witches take down like seventeen zeppelins. Four of them. They are highly armored uh, zeppelins with guns all around. That's they what it aim. is. My note is all caps. They can dodge bullets. They aim right at the entrance where one of them is coming in, where Sarah Pekula is coming into the door. They have the jump on her and still could not land one hit. So you mean to tell me hundreds of you died from these guys, from these stormtroopers that couldn't hit the side of a barn? They take out a whole fucking fleet of these Zeppelins and go through, and that's where the episode ends. And I, these witches, it's just weird. It's just weird. And and just, it's, it's going to be hard to explain their inaction. Yes. If things go crazy. Yeah. Like, why in the world wouldn't they just fly Asriel over the volcano and drop the ring? Good makes God. no sense at all makes no sense so i, don't know. I hope they I, don't know. I hope they come out with i hope they come up with something that's that's just as powerful in in one of these other worlds as as the witches like if there's you know some warlocks or something like that that, that come through and uh are that can keep them busy for a little bit i know? would also like to say that at this point in the story where we all are where we are with everything else the witches have long since crossed over. It is very early in the book that they cross over to the other world. It did not take this long. Are they in uh, Chitagatse or are they in Earth Prime, though? I don't know. We'll have to see where they end up. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. More, more of the mysteries. I could tell okay. you if the show wasn't so far behind. And then I wonder if they do go to Chitagatse, will they be eaten by the, the Dementors? Because they're, you know... They're hundreds of years old, so they're whale, you know, of age. I don't know. That's gotta that's gotta suck. All right. <laughs> and yeah, so that's uh that's where we left. So this one was not quite so much of the uh just pulling plot lines out of thin air, which I think the last two episodes have been doing. This was a little more I- a little more sticking to the story. Well, we got what, four more episodes left? Yeah, we're halfway through. So I think What's they got the next a episode called the the thief, right? Or the the no, that's that was the last episode. It was called theft. Uh, Ocean's Eleven or something, right? No, not last episode. Because they're, I mean, theoretically, they're going to go steal the alethiometer back. Um, episode Lyra's five have... is the scholar. 
Uh, so it's going to be more about what's her face than uh, Mary Malone. Mary Malone. Okay. Ooh, I spelled that very wrong. Mary Malone. No, the episode title of the last episode. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'll tell you what it is uh, another time. We're All right then. But yeah, All we've right. got uh, five, six, seven. Why does this only say there's seven? Are there only seven? I swear to are there only seven episodes this season? IMDb only Ooh. has seven episodes. Well, IMDb didn't have them all the last year. Like Did the they? the first. Yeah, because remember you kept talking about that, how they didn't show all of them. Hmm. Or maybe they just didn't show all the actors for all of them. That's the thing. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe there is seven. Maybe there is seven. That means we're getting closer and closer to the climax of the season then. So how many do we have? We are. I don't know if we have three or four left. Are the Bears ever going to? you know, make that jump? Because that'd be kind of interesting to see them in Earth Prime. Now people react to talking bears just, you know, walking around. The good kind of murderers. Terrible. Uh, if you want to keep your promise, you might want to figure out how to wrap this one. Oh, yes. I got distracted trying to look at how many episodes the season's going to be. Anyway, we'll see you for the next episode, The Scholar, uh, next week. I guess I guess that's that. Uh, yeah. If you're yeah. in the U.S., then you'll be a week behind on this. That's just been killing me. The, the weird thing is, so my mom has been, hi, mom, has been watching the U.S. feed, but listening to our feed. So she's listening to our episodes before she watches the show episode. Ooh, uh, we can't do that. I was going to say, what if we did a commentating thing on no. one of the episodes so she can listen along with us? Hate that. No. If you're listening, go ahead and uh, give us the sign that you want that done. I think she's already excited about it. I can feel it. The wind. We'll see told you all me. next time. <laughs> we'll see you all next time. It did it also. T- you know, whatever, whatever. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>